for The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashema. You're listening to Daybreak. Today we recap the Prince's inaugural senior survey and other campus and international headlines. It's Friday, April 29th. Today, the Prince released the results of its inaugural senior survey. The classes of 2024 and 2025 had similar class surveys detailing the intricacies of the incoming Frosch class. Now the Prince has surveyed the graduating class of 2022. To learn more about the history of the survey, its findings, and its future, Daybreak writer Izzy Jacobson sat down with head data editor Sam Kagan and survey director Caroline D. Vittorio. Alrighty, so can both of you just, for the record, say your names and your positions within the data section? Yeah, my name is Sam Kagan. I am the head data editor. I'm Caroline D. Vittorio, and I'm the senior survey director. Alrighty, so um, my first question is sort of what prompted the data section to create the senior survey? Yeah, so the idea of doing these big, large-scale surveys is something that I got really attached to when I was in high school. It's actually something I tried to run my senior year of high school, and the administrators, like, ran down the hallway, and, and we, did the, we did the survey on paper. They, like, grabbed the papers out of people's hands because they didn't want us to have the result. So upon coming to Princeton, we started the Frost Survey, moved on with a second Frost Survey, and um, the people uh, on our staff have really rallied behind it. So our team has only grown since that first Frost survey, and it's turned into a really wonderful thing. All right. So, Caroline, can you tell me a little bit about sort of the important or interesting findings that you have from the survey? Absolutely. So in the survey, we ask both lighthearted questions and more serious questions. So we really have like a full picture of our senior class. So for starters, like as of March, when we did the survey, 53.5% of seniors have a job. Um, So that's about half the class has a job, half the class doesn't. Of those who have a job, the average income is about $100,000. The median income is $70,000. That's above the U.S. household income. Um, 69% of seniors have had sex, so that's that's a pretty cool number right there. But then more seriously, 20% of seniors have admitted to cheating on an exam or assignment in violation of the honor code. So that's that's that. That's some news right there. 50% of campus has ingested marijuana and 1.8% consumes marijuana daily. Yeah, so that's super interesting. Um, I guess, Sam, in terms of the future of the senior survey, where do you where do you kind of see it going? So in two years, the class of 2024 is going to graduate. And the 2024s were the first group who we surveyed as first years. And we're going to get to see them going out through the senior survey. So as time goes on, I hope that our campus community can continue to, to be well-informed about its classmates through the the survey and and the archival data that will start to generate after five years of surveys, 10 years of surveys, long after none of us are here anymore. uh, I think it's going to be really, really valuable to Princeton. In in a way, it's just, it's another form of storytelling, right? We're just capturing the stories of the seniors and the stories of the freshmen in numbers, whereas most of the journalism that Princeton does is, is in words. And so I just hope that we are able to tell that story better and better with each passing year. And lastly, uh, Caroline, where can our listeners read more about the survey? The survey is going to be published on the front page of the Prince's website today. So you can go find it at www.dailyprincetonian.com. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Izzy. Thank you. You can find the link to view the Senior Survey Web Project in the description below. In other campus news, on Monday, April 25th, the university approved a proposal to introduce academic minors starting the 2023-2024 academic year. The establishment of a former minors program is significant because it allows departments to design programs that focus on standalone coursework, rather than the interdisciplinary body of coursework required for current certificate programs. 
A number of departments have expressed interest in adding a minors program, but the changes may be gradual. For now, the university will not be removing any undergraduate certificates. The class of 2025 will be the first class to be able to earn and graduate with minors. Additionally, faculty have approved the changing of the notorious Princeton nomenclature from concentrations to majors, aligning with other institutions. Last Wednesday, the university announced that a dormitory in Princeton's New College East will receive a new name, Mannion Hall. This comes after a significant gift of Tristan and Martin J. Mannion, class of 81, at Princeton Mannion concentrated in economics and played on the men's varsity basketball team. He currently works as a senior advisor at Summit Partners, a private equity firm in Boston, Massachusetts. Tristan Mannion worked as an attorney in Boston and now manages the Martin J. and Tristan Mannion Charitable Trust. Students will move into Mannion Hall beginning in fall 2022. In international news on Wednesday, Russian energy titan Gazprom, with direct ties to Putin, announced that it ceased its supply of gas to Poland and Bulgaria after both countries refused to pay their energy bills in rubles. The Kremlin had made a demand that specified the use of the Russian currency in an attempt to shore up its decreasing value in the global market. Now there are concerns that the rest of the nations in the European Union, which draw 40% of their gas from Russian sources, will eventually suffer the same pipeline cutoff. Though the EU has been slowly working to reduce its dependence on Russian gas, experts say that the resulting fuel shortages compounded with existing harmful inflation rates could result in a European economic recession. As European leaders condemn Russia's move as unacceptable and even blackmail, the fuel economy may become a substantial new front in the ongoing conflict. Today, expect sunny skies with a high of 61, but be sure to bring a jacket with strong gusts of winds and a nighttime low of 37. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Izzy Jacobson, Philip Wang, and Theo Wells-Backman, sound engineered by Carrie Liang, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashoma. Have an extraordinary day.